Hello, you're listening to the Business Butler Podcast, where we serve you tasty business solutions in bite-sized morsels on a silver platter. And now here's your host, Clayton C. Butler. I'm Clayton C. Butler, and I am back again on the Business Butler Podcast Live. It's Thursday, May the 21st, and I am so delighted to be here with you today. And today, I'm going to ask a question, as I always do. I'm going to ask, are you really prepared? So today, we're going to talk about education, learning, entrepreneurship, and some required reading to build your library for your business. And if this is your first time, I'm Clayton C. Butler, your business butler that serves all your creative business solutions on a silver platter on this, the podcast, where we talk about how to grow your business. And one last thing before I forget, if uh, you would like some help growing your business and maybe taking yourself to the next level through marketing, advertising, creative business solutions, and promotional items, then reach out to me and my team at one eight three 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 butler or go to butlerhelpme.com and we'll schedule a time to talk. All right. I'm going to tell you a story today. It's story time with Clayton, the part of the show where Clayton tells a story. So I'm going to tell you a little story. I've just taken on a new team member. It's a young man. We'll call him uh, Levi because that's his name. He's fresh out of college. He's raring to go. And his first day on the job, we sat in my office and we kind of shot the breeze for a little while, kind of get to know each other a little more. I've known him for a long time, but uh, kind of want to learn more about his education, know more about his experience, where he feels like he might fit in here at Butler Productions and what he wants to learn while he's here. I don't expect him to stay forever because he's got ambitions of creating his own media empire one day, or at the very least becoming a household name as a sports commentator. And he's good at it too. Uh, if uh, you'd like to check him out, you can watch the, not the experts live on Sunday nights on YouTube and on Facebook. You can just search for not the experts podcast and you'll find them. Levi is a graduate of my alma mater. So while we were chatting, we talked about school. We talked about education and he majored in business management and entrepreneurship. I was a music major, specifically creative music technology, which comprised itself of composition, technical stuff, production, music production, music business. But I focused a lot on the, the business side of music while I was there. I learned a lot about the business of music. During my time, you know, the general stuff, I didn't do a business major or a business minor. So I figured that I missed out on a lot of information and preparation for growing a business. But after I talked to Levi, I realized just how little the education system prepares you for the real business world. I'm not here to poo poo on education or especially my alma mater because I love, love where I went to school. But as I talked to him, it became clear that academia and practical business are in completely different worlds, at least for the most part. 
I've had business majors that have interned with me in the past, and I was shocked by just how little practical knowledge and understanding they had of operating a business. Now, I thought maybe it was just a fluke or a one-off experience, but now I don't think it's as much of a one-off or a fluke as I thought. Now, these kids are bright. They're just unprepared. They don't know what they don't know. I started my business when I was in college. Back then, it was a live sound and lighting company, and we got to work with some some pretty cool big-name acts. We got to work with John Mayer, uh, John Waller, the Tams, uh, the Atlanta Rhythm Section, bands like that. So these pretty decent-sized acts, and John Mayer was just kind of taking the scene at the time. This was, gosh, almost 20 years ago now, but um, John Mayer was just hitting the scene, and we did sound for him when he came to town. John Waller was just getting big. The Tams, you know, everybody in Georgia, and especially in classic classic R&B knows who the Tams are, along with the Atlanta Rhythm Section. So we got to work with them, and we had, a you know, some cool opportunities. But because I didn't get a degree in business, I knew that I didn't know much about business, if that makes sense. I kind of took for granted that I didn't have everything that I needed to know. So I became a voracious reader and student on business through books, videos, and online courses, and now podcasts and things like that. To this day, I still soak up everything I can, maybe even a little too much probably because I'm prone to analysis paralysis, which I've told you guys about before. But I knew that I was unprepared. I knew that I hadn't built the knowledge base and the skill set to really build, grow, and functionally operate a successful business. I've pivoted and I've changed businesses. Obviously, now we're more of a uh, multimedia production company that doesn't focus on live events as much as we do pre-recorded stuff, and we do recording and, and things like that, and and work primarily with businesses instead of bands like we used to. But I've pivoted in my business numerous times. I've had to close one business. Uh, I told you guys a little bit about that in a previous episode of the podcast, and I'm still not where I want to be. And I'm not going to say I'm the end-all, be-all that has all the answers, and I don't want anybody to think I'm a guru. I'm just doing this podcast to kind of help you out with what I've learned and what I help people with along the way through the hardships and the hard knocks and everything that I've had is I've had to learn the stuff kind of on my own. So those life lessons teach way more than a classroom ever will. Now back to Levi. I asked him about some of his coursework and I asked him about what he learned and some of the projects that he had to do. And he, he said that all he really remembered that he took away from his experience was how to do some basic accounting, how to read a financial statement, and how to write a business plan for a mock business and a project where he had to compare website builders that businesses can use like Wix and Squarespace and WordPress, et cetera, for businesses who are kind of bootstrapping. While those things are kind of the foundation of where you need to start 
when, when I've had interns that come in, they've only talked about things that are very similar to that. That's kind of where everything culminates and leaves off. Those things are vitally important to know. And I'm not going to deny that by any stretch. And I know that I was putting them on the spot. And when I get put on the spot, I can't always think of all the things that I've learned or the projects and stuff, you know, without a moment to think and in the right kind of frame of mind. But still, that's 45 grand a year. And those are the only takeaways. That's disconcerting to me on a lot of levels. I've got two books on my shelf in my office right now that can give you all that information. They cost me less than a hundred bucks for, for those books. And I know you're probably saying, but Clayton, it's about the credentials. Sure. I get that. Um, maybe if you're planning on going to work for somebody else, a company that requires you to have a college degree for you to work for them. Yeah. That sort of stuff is important. But with entrepreneurship, entrepreneurship implies that you're going into business for yourself, that you're not working for another company. Now, this isn't a brag, but I graduated with honors on the dean's list all the way throughout college, and I'm super, super proud of that. But on the flip side of that, as a business owner that provides a service or a product, I have never once in the nearly 20 years since I've been out of school, never once have I had one client ask about my college education. I've never had one ask about my diploma. I've never had one ask about my GPA. I've never asked, had one ask about my coursework, my service organizations, clubs, fraternities, anything like that. I've never had anybody ask anything about that stuff since I've been in business for myself. All they want to know is what I have to offer and if it helps to meet their needs and their desired outcomes. That's it. Now, I don't think you can really teach entrepreneurship. You can teach business skills, you can teach concepts, you can teach theory, but you can't teach that spark that is entrepreneurship. Not everybody's an entrepreneur. Some people are better off and, and happier working for somebody else. Entrepreneurship is more than being a business owner, though. It's, it's almost a renegade maverick spirit. Somebody who wants to blaze his or her own trail. You can't teach that. That's somewhere deep down embedded in the soul and the spirit. And it takes tremendous fortitude, guts in the face of fear and adversity. Being an entrepreneur and a business owner, it takes the will to keep on pushing when it's so, so, so easy just to give up. You can't teach that. It takes an insatiable hunger for knowledge and learning about your particular craft and about growing yourself and about growing your business and growing those around you. And you can't teach that. Having been in academia for a brief time, I taught some college courses and then did some crossover classes at the high school where we did joint enrollment. So I was teaching both 
at a local college and both at the local high school. And I can attest that there are business professors who make their living teaching other people how to do business and be an entrepreneur that have never owned a successful business. That's scary. (laughs) They're teaching theory from textbooks. They're teaching what others have experienced. They're not teaching what they know. And if they had run a successful business, oftentimes it's so far in the past that many concepts have changed over time. If you have that entrepreneurial spark, instead, maybe you should just find a mentor. Find a successful person in the business world that you admire and offer to work for them for free. If you can't pay for the time to get their expertise, offer to work for them for free or for commission. Say, if I can help you with this, you just pay me out of the return you get. You don't have to pay me a salary. You'll learn more from somebody that's in the trenches than you will somebody that's in the classroom. Unless that person in the classroom really is in the trenches at the same time. And never, ever, ever stop learning. Build your library. As the late Jim Rohn said, leaders are readers. Try to do it in his voice, but I can't, uh, can't quite. Can't quite do the Jim Rohn voice, but if you know who Jim Rohn is, you know what I'm talking about. Leaders are readers. And if you want to start building your library and learning about how to grow a business and develop yourself as a person, here are some great books to start with. These are some of my personal favorites that have helped me tremendously, that have given me I think within a handful of books, maybe five books, I've gotten the equivalent of a an MBA probably. And I don't want to say that like as I'm bragging, but the information is there. It's all in how you learn it. Do you learn the information? Do you learn the skill sets or not? I mean, you can have the piece of paper to back it up or you can actually sit down and read the material and study it and learn it. And I, I feel like that over time, over these last years and with the mass the the hundreds of books that I've collected over time that I actually have read that that you can get the equivalent of a doctoral education or an MBA just on your own with coursework that you can do on online courses and books. You don't have to go to school and pay that much money for it. So if you are going into business, again, I'm not dissuading you from going to school if that's what you really feel like you should do. But I'm just saying there are alternatives. And that it might not be as important as you think. You could take that four years early on and actually be in the trenches with the mentor, learning the ropes of growing a business. You could be starting your own business and studying yourself as you go. Instead of dropping 45 grand a year. So anyway, I don't want to go too far into that, but here's one of my first ones. The 10 day MBA a step-by-step guide to mastering the skills taught in America's top business schools by Stephen Silbinger. I think that's how you pronounce it. It's most of the needed concepts that you need to understand in business management and finance. So it really is all the concepts that you would learn in an MBA from marketing 
Uh, let me just go through marketing, ethics, accounting, finance, organizational behavior, quantitative analysis, operations, economics, strategy, and uh, it also has little MBA mini courses that you can take, all kinds of stuff in here. It goes really in-depth. It's not a lot of fluff, but it condenses it down into a way that you can understand it so you can absorb it quickly. So this book right here was a game changer when I read it. Here's another book that I found incredibly valuable, especially after reading the academic stuff. Here is what they don't teach you in Harvard Business School. Notes from a Street Smart Executive by Mark H. McCormick. The 10-Day MBA taught concepts to develop your business sense. This book teaches you how to develop as a business person. So it's more of the uh, it's more of the mindset. It does have a lot of uh, practical stuff too, but it's a lot about mindset, like negotiation, pricing, uh, how to price your products. It talks about business ethics, how to deal with people, negotiation, uh, marketability, strategy, how to build a business, staying in business getting things done. So this this builds you as a business person. It has a section for entrepreneurs only. So check this book out. It was very, very eye-opening to me uh, and very helpful. This is a very easy read, too. It's not, it's not esoteric. It's not super academic. It's in very easy-to-understand language. So that's that's good. Here's another one. I've talked about this, and actually I've done a full review on this book on other videos on the Clayton C. Butler YouTube channel, and I think I've got one that I converted into a podcast. But it's Jay Abraham's Getting Everything You Can Out of All You've Got, 21 Ways You Can Outthink, Outperform, and Outearn Your Competition. It's by Jay Abraham, one of the geniuses of marketing of our age and just a wealth of knowledge. Uh, and uh, when I say genius, I mean his ability to, to think about a business outside of the box and in creative ways. That's what this book teaches you how to do. It's really how to be creative with your business, but it's still got tons of practical application stuff in here. And, and, and each section and chapter comes with actionable items action points to do to take the next step. Action steps is what uh, they're called, little side blocks here. So I think you'll enjoy the book. I guarantee you there's something in here that you haven't thought about. Probably a lot of stuff in here that you've never thought about in your business. It blew my mind, and I reference this book. I go back to it every single year, at least once, if not twice. So read it and learn from it. Another helpful book, uh, is The E-Myth Revisited. Uh, he also has The E-Myth, but The E-Myth Revisited kind of takes it to another level. Uh, and you don't have to read The E-Myth to understand The E-Myth Revisited, but why most small businesses don't work and what to do about it. It's by Michael E. Berger. It teaches you how to make your business franchisable. 
Now, even if you don't want to make your business a franchise, and that's not your ultimate goal, it's really the point of making your business franchisable is so that you create a system for your business that you can just hand off to somebody else and manage, and the system works. So you build out the system, and it teaches you all about how to do that. It's how to work on your business and not just in your business. And he explains what that means. When you're working in your business, you're just doing the stuff, your mundane, everyday operational items. When you're working on your business, you're developing the business, you're growing the business, you're building the systems. And that's what he talks about here. I'll just give you some of the high points here. Phases of your business, like uh, the entrepreneurial myth, the entrepreneur, the manager, and the technician. That's very eye-opening. You're one of three things when, you, when you're when you in a business. You're an entrepreneur, you're a manager, or you're the technician. So the technician is like the doer in the business. And that's where a lot of businesses fail. That's how we started off. I had a sound system. I had a skill. I could go out and I would run sound for corporate events, parties, bands, things like that. And that was me being a technician. I would go out. I would do the job, I would charge by the hour, and I would come back home, and that would be it. But as an entrepreneur, the entrepreneur comes up with the ways to do the business, the system in the business, and things like that. I don't want to be the technician doing. I want to be the business owner that has other people under me doing the work while I maintain the system and make sure the system works. So that's the difference between the technician and like the business owner. And that um, that revolutionized the way I thought of stuff because you can only do so much when you charge by the hour. You can only do so much when you're time-based. You you cap yourself. You've only got so many hours as an individual. The only way that you can get more hours is to multiply yourself, and that's by hiring other people. So work on your business and not just in your business. So The E-Myth Revisited is a good book to check out. There's plenty more that I could share with you, but those four are a great start for your library. That's your business butler required reading list from Professor Butler. The 10-day MBA, what they don't teach you in Harvard Business School, getting everything you can out of all you've got, and the E-Myth Revisited. And those four right there are going to set you light years ahead of where you are if you don't have that information whether or not you already have a business education. So check those out. I wouldn't say just check them out. I would say buy them because you're going to want to highlight and take notes. So if I can help you with anything that you read in those books or that we've talked about, or if I can help you grow your business with marketing, advertising, promo items, or other creative business solutions, then please reach out to me and my team at Butler Productions at one 3 butler or go to butlerhelpme.com and we'll schedule a time to talk. Once again, Clayton C. Butler here, your business butler that serves all your creative business solutions on a silver platter. As always, have a great one. Thank you for listening to the Business Butler Podcast. To learn more about Clayton, visit ClaytonCButler.com. Need help growing your business? 
then reach out to the Butler Productions team at 1-833-3-BUTLER or go to butlerhelpme.com. The Butler Productions podcast is property of Butler Productions, LLC. Copyright 2020. All rights reserved.